On this week's episode of A Drier Dose of Disney, Jared reviews his recent stay at a Disney World resort. Welcome to this week's episode of A Dryer Dose of Disney. I'm your host, Jared Dreyer, and today we've got an episode that a lot of you have been asking about after our episode on where are the best places to stay. So people were asking about what are the best parts of the Disney resorts, what are the cool things that you're going to get, and since we have our condo down there in Orlando, we typically stay there, but we said, hey, let's go do a stay at a Disney resort, let's review it, and let's give all of our listeners what are the top five things about the Disney resorts that we loved? What are the top five drawbacks? So that way you guys have the opportunity to make an informed decision when you're planning your vacations to Orlando and you can decide, is this where we want to stay or not? And this was a perfect activity for my wife, daughter, and I because I have stayed at the Disneyland Hotel myself before, but they have never stayed on site. So they wanted a chance to go on resort, see what it was like to be there at a Disney hotel, and actually have that experience for themselves that they could share with others. So with that, we decided, hey, on our next trip that the condo's booked, let's go ahead and do it, and let's stay at a Disney resort and see what it's like. And this was the perfect time for us because it is the end of January, though this episode will probably be posted sometime in the spring. And we have gotten back from our trip at the uh, holidays and had a great time with family and friends out there. And we missed the Epcot Arts Festival because it started after we left. And if you know anything about me, I'm a big Disney art fan, and you can see that from my displays behind me here. And we wanted to get back out there during the art festival. So we decided, let's just go for a quick weekend. Let's go check out the art festival at Epcot. And ironically, our condo was already booked for that weekend. So we said, let's go. This is perfect. We'll go stay for a couple nights on resort at a Disney hotel and see what's out there. So we actually started shopping hotels. We had 17 or 18 to pick from. We looked at all different price ranges. We looked at all different styles of hotels and decided on staying at Port Orleans Riverside because we wanted to go middle of the road. We said, we don't want to go to their value uh, properties like the sports resort or the music resort. We said, let's go uh, middle of the road because we don't want to spend as much as going to the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian or the Contemporary. And Port Orleans Riverside was right there in the middle. And we love New Orleans. We've been there uh, before. I've been there a couple times. And we said, we like that environment. We wanted to see what it's like. And they have Port Orleans Riverside next door to Port Orleans French Quarter. And we said, let's check it out. And so we got a room at Port Orleans Riverside. And when we picked our room, we decided let's go middle of the tier. Okay, so we didn't go with just the most basic one. We wanted to upgrade our view a little bit just to get a really cool experience there to see what it was like. So we got a forest view room uh, with two queen beds and thought this will be perfect for our trip. So we flew out there over this past weekend. As a matter of fact, we just got back last night. So this is really fresh in our minds. And we had a chance as a family to talk about what were the top five best things, what were the top five worst things, And let's get those into an episode and talk to our viewers about that. So that way you guys are able to, like I said, make a decision for yourself. Now, know that this is our opinion. We didn't stay at every single Disney hotel. There's too many of them to stay at. Uh, We didn't stay at every single room class at every single hotel. This is a single experience for us as a family. We just got back. What did we like and what did we dislike? So we wanted to share that and know that this is our opinion. 
Your opinion may be a little bit different, but I'm guessing that after you hear our list, you'll probably say, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Those probably are the five best things, or that would make sense why those would be the five worst things. So before we dive in, I'm going to ask you a favor, though. Before we get going into this, I want you to click pause on this podcast and go click that subscribe button. So that way you're getting this content delivered into your inbox every single week. And that works wherever you listen to this podcast or if you're watching us on YouTube, you can subscribe there as well. We love our subscribers and you guys are why we are doing this podcast. So please click subscribe. It is totally free to subscribe in those formats. We also have a Patreon site. And if you're not familiar with Patreon, Patreon is where you can support your favorite creators and say thank you for creating what you do. We really enjoy what you're doing. And you can throw a couple dollars their way. And you can also become a subscriber on Patreon where then you get early access to their premium content by giving them a small contribution every single month. And we really love our Patreon subscribers because you keep this podcast going for sure. You make it financially feasible for us to do it. And so we've loaded some premium content out there like our Butterbeer episode where we have crafted the perfect Butterbeer and our How to Go to Disney for Almost Free episode, which both will be moving onto our general channel later this year. And we'll be replacing that with some premium content for you guys there. So do find us over at Patreon. The links are in the description below. But with that, let's go ahead and dive into our top five best things about the Disney Resort and the top five worst things. I do want to call out, if you listen to our episode about the best places to stay in Florida, we went through three different places that you can go. On Resort for Disney, Off Resort, so like a Marriott or a Hyatt or an Embassy Suites or something like that, and then something like an Airbnb. And if you listen to that episode, you know that we own an Airbnb Verbo property down there in Orlando that we do rent out, and we would love for you to stay there. This episode in no way is a advertisement for that. Now, we will talk about some of the advantages and disadvantages, and our I can do this all day tip of the day at the end is going to be around that. But we do want you to know that this information is as unbiased as possible. We are giving you the top five reasons and top five cool things there, as well as the top five drawbacks. So we're trying to be impartial on it. So don't view this as a big advertisement for our condo. We will give you some of the highlights at the end and talk about that. But for the meantime, we're going to stick to what are the best five things about the on-resort stay and the top five worst things about it. So starting at number five of the top five things that we loved about staying on site at Disney, number five was everything is totally digital. So everything is very easy to navigate through the My Disney Experience app. We were able to check in that way. We were able to check out that way. We used our phone as our room key. As a matter of fact, we didn't even stop at the main desk anytime during our entire stay there. So that was really cool. Now, I don't know if it was based on what time of day it was or the fact that we arrived on site because we arrived on site at three o'clock on the note. So our flight landed just a little bit after two. We carried on. We got to our car. We drove over there. We got there right at three on the nose into the parking lot. So we had just arrived on site. So we don't know what triggered it. But between either three o'clock or arriving on site, we did get triggered and we did get a notification. Hey, your room is all ready for you. Click here. Go ahead and start your check in process. It was very easy to do. We were able to find our room number and what building we were in. And then after we walked through the main lobby, we found a directory to find that building and we carried our bags to our room very quickly. It wasn't difficult to find at all. Now, we did see other people drop their bags over at the luggage station. You will see that when you're walking up. That's really convenient because you'll get a bellhop that will take your bags to your room for you. We even saw them drive not only bags, but people 
to their rooms to help them find it because it can be a little bit of a challenge to find in some of these bigger buildings. But that's a really cool feature as well. But it was super easy and convenient to do everything digitally, including checking in and checking out. And we love that. We thought, hey, that's really high tech. That's what we like. And so that's why it made our list of the top five benefits. Number four is they had a ton of food on site. So on site, they had a food court over at Port Orleans Riverside that had multiple stations with different types of food. So if you have a picky eater, they're going to have really great choices there, as well as they change the food throughout the day between breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you go like a cafeteria style in there and you go pick out your food and then you bring it up to the register up front and they will go ahead and ring that out for you. And then you go find a seat in the large food court area. So that was super convenient because they had so many varieties of food. Plus you're in close proximity to Disney Springs. You can take transportation over there. There's just a lot of really cool food items there. Now over at Port Orleans Riverside, one of the other reasons we chose this resort besides being middle of the road was they had an on-site barbecue restaurant. And if you know me, you know that I love barbecue and that's what I want to have. We did get reservations very easily at that restaurant. The food there was phenomenal. They had an all-you-can-eat plate, which was really cool. They had cornbread, which I love cornbread. We tried some of the alcoholic beverages on site. Those were really cool. So all the food was really good in traditional Disney style. We loved it all. And then over by the pool, they also had a little uh, bar with some appetizers as well. And we did get a chance to experience that. And that was awesome. So the food selection and choices were incredible. So that made number four on our list of the top five perks. Number three was they had a ton of activities. So they had signage everywhere where you could see a movie under the stars or they did campfires with roasting marshmallows and we did that. They had the large bikes that are the four person bikes that you could ride around. And these aren't four in a row, they're like a rickshaw that you could ride of the property. They had horse-drawn carriages. They had all kinds of fun things. While we were at the pool, they had a dance party that happened over there, which was really cool. They had multiple pools. So each of the every two buildings, they had a, a pool between those buildings, which was plain. But then they had their main resort pool in the center that had a water slide. It had a lot of cool features over there. And the place was packed, but they had tons of chairs, tons of seating. They had a hot tub. They had a kid's pool. And like I said, they did a dance party. So it was a lot of fun, and it's right next to the bar. So it was a really cool resort experience. It just was a lot of fun being over there. They have a lot of cool things to do. And if you think about a lot of other hotels aren't going to do that. So that is a call out that I want to make that as you think through, is it worth staying or not? That is something that is different than what you're going to find at other hotels is they had a ton of cool things to do. Number two on our list was the landscaping and the architecture was incredible and immaculate. So like the Southern plantation styles, that's what Riverside is designed after. They had really cool buildings, but they had really cool landscaping around the buildings. And Disney does a lot of things really well, and landscaping is definitely one of them. They had the hedges and all the bushes pruned and trimmed perfectly. All the grass was very short. The trees looked amazing, like they had been taken very uh, good care of. The place just looked beautiful. It looked like an amazing resort. So know that when you go there visually, it is completely stunning when you're out walking around the resort and checking things out. So we loved that. Which then takes me to our number one thing on site, and that was the cast members. As you know, Disney cast members are second to none. They care about their guests. They take care of their guests very well. But we witnessed that across all areas of the resort. 
Specifically, everyone we came in contact was amazing to deal with. The lifeguards at the pool were doing their job. They were actually lifeguarding and walking around and scanning and looking at every aspect of the pool every way, making sure that all the kids were taken care of. Versus our pool back here in Denver, our lifeguards are all chatting with each other and not really paying that close of attention. That was a really cool feature to see the lifeguards that engaged. But then those doing the dance party were having a great time and getting the kids all worked up and having fun with them. Those that were at the campfire and did all the s'mores with us were a lot of fun as well. The guy that was at the boat to take the boat to Disney Springs, we asked him a couple questions. He sat there and talked to us for a while and gave us a lot of really good recommendations. And in fact, when we asked him about the turn time to get back and forth, he went on to talk about reservations at the restaurants. He went on to talk about the best restaurants over at Disney Springs and that if you wanted to get to those restaurants on time when you needed to come and go. So he was phenomenal in and of himself. He was great to talk to. So the cast members really make the experience very different. When you look at other hotels in the area, you may go to an Embassy Suites or a Hyatt or a Marriott, and you may find a really good employee there, but they're not going to be at that Disney level. And if they are, they aren't across the board. We saw our cleaning crew was super nice. In fact, every time you go by, they wave at you and say hello. And this is the cleaning crew. So that was a really cool experience there as well. So we loved the cast members, and they definitely made the resort stand out. But with that, let's talk about the top five things that weren't as great about being on site at the resort. And number uh, five is actually something that's going to jump out at a lot of you because it is a great convenience factor, and that's the transportation. Now, keep in mind, we're only, again, talking about Port Orleans Riverside, but this would roll into a lot of the other resorts as well. The transportation was super convenient, and we love that they had the boat to Disney Springs. The challenge was is it came only every 15 minutes, and it took about another 20 minutes to get over there. So all in all, if you were waiting, it would take you over 30 to 45 minutes to get over there. And the guy told us, if you have a reservation at a restaurant, you need to be at the boat at least an hour early of your reservation to get over there in time, which kind of feels like it's not very convenient, right? To be told you need to be there an hour ahead to just take a boat ride over to Disney Springs. That didn't feel great. Though we took the boat the first day that we were over there, we decided the rest of our trip, we would just take our rental car because it was quicker to drive back and forth than it was to wait for the boat. In addition to that, when we were coming back at the end of the night, it had already gotten dark, it was getting laid out, and we were really tired because we flew in uh, from Denver that morning. We left at 6 a.m. in Denver. So we were worn out from the day. But getting on the boat at night, it's open, it's dark out, It was very cool, and then driving across the water, it got a little bit chilly. So my family was getting cold on the boat, and we sat there for over 20 minutes on the boat. And we had to wait through two different groups to get to a boat. So we were waited for 30 minutes, and then we're on the boat for another about 20 minutes or so. So it was a long process to get back to the hotel resort at the end of the night. So transportation was a pain. When we left for Epcot to go to the art festival, we took our rental car, but we drove by the bus stations at the resort, and they were packed. There was about 30 people at each one, and with those, this was pre-rope drop, so this was early in the morning. Those people are now probably waiting and trying to fight to get over to rope drop on time and may have missed that opportunity if the bus is going to take too long. So keep that in mind. It does take a long time to take the transportation over at the Disney parks. And then once you're on the bus, the question is, do they go to every resort? Because that may take some more time. Or do you have to wait for your specific bus to come take you from your resort to your specific park? So all food for thought when you're thinking about transportation. 
Now, my sister went over two years ago, and they stayed at a place where they had the gondolas that took them from the hotel to the parks. She said that was super convenient because they were coming every couple seconds. So the line kept moving and they didn't have to wait too long to get on a gondola. But she said it did take a long time to get from the hotel to the park. So do keep that in mind. You're still going to take the same 20 or 30 minutes on this gondola ride. It's just is continually moving and it's moving a little bit quicker than what the boats did. So it's not very convenient to use their transportation. Of course, you can always get a mini shuttle and the mini shuttles will cost you money like an Uber and they'll drive you directly to your destination. But I don't wanna pay for extra things like that when it's already included in the price. So that was one drawback is it wasn't as convenient as we hoped it would be. Number four on my list was the size of the room. When we got on site and got to the building, this building had over a hundred rooms in it. And it was a little surprising when we got in there that we went into our room and the room had two queen beds. It had a dresser for the TV, a little tiny small table and a little tiny bathroom. And comparable to other hotel rooms, it was still small. Though those are things that most hotel rooms are gonna have, it was smaller than your traditional hotel room you may find at a different place. It felt tight, it felt cramped, especially in the bathroom. They do have their own door that goes to the toilet and to the shower, which was convenient because then somebody could be at the sinks getting ready without occupying the bathroom. But that little tiny bathroom where the toilet was felt like an airplane bathroom or like on a cruise ship. It was very small, very tight in there, not a lot of room to move around. So the rooms felt very tight. Now, they felt tight enough that we said, we don't wanna spend a lot of time in this room. We wanna get out of this room. And that may be what Disney wants you to do is go out and explore the resort and explore the cool things that you can do there. But we did not want to hang out in our room because it was too small. Which goes hand in hand with number three on our list. And this is actually in contrast to what I would tell you on our Best Places to Stay episode where our tip of the day was how often are you going to be in your hotel room? And you may want to pick and choose based on the fact that you're not going to be there very much. In contrast to that, our number three is the quality of the bed and bedding wasn't very good, meaning that if all I'm going to do in my room is sleep, I want to have a good experience when I go to bed at night, and I want to make sure that I sleep well, that I'm very comfortable, and that I get a good night's rest so I can get back out into the parks the next day. The mattress was just average on best. In fact, when you think about all the number of rooms they have, they probably buy them in bulk and in large quantities at a discounted price to facilitate all the rooms that they have there and the mattresses were just okay they had nothing to write home about nothing really super comfortable i wouldn't ask about that mattress and i wouldn't put that mattress in my home but what made it worse was the pillows the pillows were tiny the pillows uh, didn't conform very well to our heads even if you bunched them all up and squished them all together they weren't very comfortable And we even talked about, is it worth running over to our condo to get pillows over there and bring back to use here because the pillows were so bad. So know that the quality of the bedding is just average at best and that it's not super comfortable. We were hopeful that at a Disney property that these pillows would be large pillows, that they would be very comfortable pillows, and that we would get a great night's sleep on them, which we didn't get. We felt that the room was very hot and then very cold. So it, it was hot most of the time. We turned down the AC and then we started getting cold. The blankets were thin, so then we had to turn it back up a little bit. So there was a lot of being awake and changing things throughout the night in order for us to be comfortable there. So the quality of the room and the bedding wasn't the best. But like we said, the resort was amazing. Our room just wasn't very good. So know that the rooms aren't the best quality. 
That brings me to number two on our list. And this one, I will say, is probably unique to Port Orleans Riverside, though I could see it at French Quarter as well or some of the other hotels. Probably not at the Grand Floridian. This probably wouldn't happen there or Polynesian. But we did not have any hot water, meaning that in the mornings when we went to take our showers, there was zero hot water. Now, our daughter liked to take her showers at night and get clean at night, and there was hot water. We got the tub in the shower turned on for her. We were able to check that water before she got into it, and it was very comfortable. It was a very nice, typical hot, warm shower that you would take. However, in the mornings when we got up, we would turn it all the way hot, and all we got was cold. We would play around with it, and all, again, that you got was cold water. There were even times that when we turned it on, it would be hot, we would get it all set up and ready and then by the time we got into it it was already turning to lukewarm and then within a minute or two it was down to ice cold so disney can do better disney needs to get rid of their hot water tanks and they need to put in on-demand hot water that's what we have here at our home here in denver and what we are planning to do in our condo in orlando as well it just takes up less space it takes up less energy because you don't have to be heating such a large quantity of water and you get as much of it as you want because it's always on demand. So that was something that was really disappointing. Hopefully it's not happening at the bigger hotels. That Hopefully they have larger tanks. But every single time that we took a shower, my wife and I, it was ice cold. So know that they ran out of hot water. We weren't thrilled about that. And then the worst thing at the very end, our number one, is the cost. Though we went in the off season, we paid about $250 a night for this room. That's not bad when you compare it to Disney hotels in general and other hotels out there. But I can say that we could have gotten an NBC Suites for less expensive. That would have had obviously two rooms, so it would have been much more spaced out, better bedding, and free breakfast. So when you compare that to other hotels, the question that you have, is it worth the extra 30 minutes uh, in the morning at the parks or to be on resort to get these benefits for the extra money? And I don't know that it is. We'll talk about that a little bit more here in just a second. But the cost is relatively high when you compare it to other hotels especially when you go to your higher end hotels that are six, $700 a night, or you're getting a suite that's over $1,000 a night. You want that experience to be top notch and phenomenal. And the experience we had at Port Orleans Riverside, it, the room wasn't phenomenal. Now the property itself was, the food was great, the cast members were great, but our actual room we stayed in wasn't very good. So I would say, I would definitely go back if I could find a place that had a larger room with better bedding that was a little bit more comfortable then it may be worth it. But my fear is that may be a four or $500 a night hotel versus what we paid 250 over at Port Orleans. So always take that into consideration. Is it worth staying on site when I can save some money and go off site and maybe have a better experience? That's where we're gonna go into our I can do this all day tip of the day. And that is my personal opinion. And now that I've done all of the above, we've done every type of hotel, uh, we've been on site at Disney, and we have done Verbo and Airbnb as well, is do the Verbo Airbnb properties. The reason is they are trying to be competitive with all the hotels out there, including your cheap economy hotels that are out there, and most places for Airbnb and Verbo come in at about $150 a night, including our place, but our place sleeps eight people, we have three bedrooms and two bathrooms. So you have a lot more room to spread out into. And even in our family of three, we're only gonna use two of the three rooms. So we've got a spare if other people wanna come with us. Our daughter has her own bathroom. We have our own bathroom. 
and the bedding is just a lot more comfortable. Now, yes, it's convenient to have food on site, but we have multiple restaurants within a mile of our place. And then when we go to Disney, we take our own car and drive in and it only takes us about 20 minutes anyways. And that's about what it takes when you're taking any of the resort transportation. So the question, is it worth paying the extra money to stay on site when you can get better quality for a less price off-site? Now, I don't say that to say, hey, this is an advertisement. Use our condo. If you want to use our condo, the link is in the descriptions. You can. I am saying go out there and shop them. There are a ton of really cool places on Airbnb and Verbo that have really cool theming, really cool design. Some have their own pool. If you can get your own pool at a house for the same price as a Disney resort and you can sleep more there, wouldn't you rather do that? They're really cool places that are out there. But by all means, if you want to stay in ours, you can definitely check that out in the links. So the question at the end of the day is, would I go back to a Disney resort? Obviously, I have a condo, so probably not. I'm probably going to use my condo. But let's say I'm traveling overseas or I'm traveling to uh, L.A., I may or may not. Now, if I'm going overseas to a foreign country, then I probably will stay outside at Disney just because I know that's easier and it's safer. If I'm going to L.A., no, I'm probably going to stay at an Embassy Suites really close by where I can get a really large room for a less price and I get free breakfast every single day. So I, I probably won't. Now, if I ever got a cool promotion where I could go to the Star Wars Star Cruiser for inexpensive price or I could get one of the really cool suites, then yeah, I would definitely stay on site to do that and experience that. But as it stands right now, just for a value hotel, nope, I won't stay on site at a Disney resort. I will go off site and I will save the money or go to a Verbo and get a bigger place that I can share with others. So with that, we hope you have a magical week planning your next vacation. If you have any questions or comments or you want to ask more about where to stay on site or off site, you can find us on Facebook at A Dryer Dose of Disney. And we're happy to answer those for you there, as well as we're on a lot of different group pages out there, too. So we'll talk to you next week. Bye bye.